Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Morrow, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Morrow, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, I want to give a shout out to my patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the show so I can continue to provide powerful content each week ad free. Thank you, Cindy, Sharon, Carol, Abby, Megan, and Claudia. You are my OG patrons. I greatly appreciate your support. It's so amazing. And now they are not just donating money for the podcast, but in return, they are getting some behind the scenes action around meal planning, what I eat for lunch, workouts I do, planning. They're also getting worksheets that go along with the episode so that they can dive deeper into the topic to have more impact on their journey to shift their relationship with food. And actually... I just released my first workshop. Um, And so I have a monthly workshop on topics around mindset, emotional eating, cravings, motivation, and more. So if you are interested in supporting the podcast and getting even more valuable content, you can head on over to my Patreon site, patreon.com backslash lose your cravings and sign up. Okay, my friends, onto our topic for this episode. Today, I am talking about cravings, especially how to allow your cravings so you don't give in to them. So let's start with the basics. What is a craving? Now, the dictionary definition of a craving is, quote, a powerful desire for something. But I want to go a little bit deeper than that. You probably recognize that when you have a craving, it, yes, is a powerful desire for something like popcorn. Um, So according to psychology of eating, there are three types of cravings. One, supportive craving. Two, dispersive cravings. And three, associative cravings. So a supportive craving is when your body instinctively desires food that enhances your body or a healing process or fulfills a nutritional need or creates balance in the body. So think if you're thirsty, you crave water, maybe even something that's salty because the salt helps you retain water. And if your body is lacking water, you crave salt and water. I know when I have a few days of not eating very many vegetables, I will start to crave vegetables like a big salad with a ton of veggies. Maybe when you are sick, you crave citrus because of its vitamin C content and its cleansing power. Basically, you are craving food that is going to help your body and create balance or help you feel better. Okay. These seem like really great cravings to have, right? (laughs) Okay, so the next is a dispersive craving. And a dispersive craving is a distorted desire in the body. The body is literally duped into thinking that consuming excess sugar or excess fat or excess salt would be helpful for you. A dispersive craving is where a lot of us find ourselves, right? We crave things like sugar, salty foods, fatty foods, or fried foods. 
foods that we are trying to limit and not consume as much, right? But we have a strong desire to eat them. And it feels like we might die if we don't have them. Our brains are tricked into thinking that these foods will help us feel better. Feeling sad? Ice cream will make you feel better. Feeling frustrated? Chocolate will solve the problem. Feeling stress? Wine will make it go away. Our brains think that these foods will make us feel better, but in truth, they won't in the long run, right? It's just a temporary fix for a long-term solution or a long-term problem. Okay, so the last type of craving is an associative craving. And you can probably guess the root of this craving by the name. We associate food with something meaningful from our past. Often it is what we ate when we were younger. Popcorn at the movies, anyone? (laughs) Peach pie at grandma's? Peanut butter and jelly for lunch? These foods can remind us of people, places, or experiences. They bring us back to these times. If pasta and sauce with garlic bread reminds you of your parents, then you will get cravings for this when you think about your parents. Associative cravings are difficult to manage because we are uncertain about whether or not they are beneficial for us, right? We want to want to eat the pasta and garlic bread when we think about our parents, but eating it every night or often may not support us in the long run. But yet we get comfort and satisfaction from eating the food. So many of you are probably noticing that you struggle with either associative cravings or dispersive cravings. But no matter what type of craving you are having, I want to help you manage them and reduce them so that you feel in control around food. You don't feel out of control. So I have five steps for you to reduce and even eliminate your cravings altogether. Okay. Number one, this is the number one most important thing. Make sure you are eating enough, right? If you're not eating enough food, your body is going to crave food, plain and simple. Oftentimes when we want to lose weight, we go on a super restrictive diet and then we wonder why we have major cravings for sweets. Well, when you aren't eating enough for your body, your body will crave energy. And the easiest, fastest form of energy for your body is through sugar and processed carbs. This is why you crave ice cream or cookies when you're on a diet, as well as the fact that you are restricting them, right? Which leads me to add that if you are restricting sugar, and you love cookies, then you will most likely at some point crave cookies. You always want what you can't have. If you are struggling with cravings, make sure you are eating enough and that you are not restricting a specific food. Okay, number two, observe your cravings like a detective. Okay, and get out your little uh, magnifying glass. Right? But really, no, notice when your cravings come on for you. 
are they when you pass the golden arches and you see the sign and the smell of fried food and you're like, French fries sound really good right now, right? Are they when you get home at the end of the day and you find yourself craving pretzels or chips or a glass of wine? Are they at night when your kids are in bed and you finally have time to yourself and you just want to sit and eat food, eat chocolate, eat ice cream, drink a glass of wine, right? Be a detective and stalk your cravings. Notice when they happen. What time of the day is it? Where are you when they happen? What foods do you crave? Who else is around you? And how are you feeling? Also notice the thoughts going through your head right before your cravings. Your thoughts are a huge component to your cravings. When we take time to investigate our cravings, we can figure out what is causing them. And from there, we can find a solution. Okay, number three, understand the anatomy of a craving. When you understand what is going on in your body, when you have a craving, you can start to work with it to help you reduce and even eliminate them. Okay. So there are four parts to a craving. You have a cue, craving, response, and reward. So identify what is your cue, right? Is it time of day? Is it place? Is it an emotion? Is it a person? What is giving you that cue to be like ice cream or popcorn, right? Now that you, what are your thoughts, right? What are your thoughts in your head around this food or a, a, what, like right before or when you are craving this food, right? These thoughts are what is causing your cravings. Okay, so notice your thoughts. That is what's causing your cravings. Okay, then you have a response. You eat the food, right? I eat the food. And then the reward is the deliciousness and the feel-good feeling you get from eating the food. And it's the relief from the craving or the negative emotion, right? When we have a craving, it doesn't, it's kind of really tense and tight, right? And then when we eat the food, we get to relax a little bit, which is nice. Our body likes that. Okay, number four, allow your craving. Now, when you allow your craving, this means that you don't resist or avoid it, but you allow them to be there. You allow them to be present. You feel the discomfort of the craving in your body, just like allowing emotions. You get out of your head and notice what is going on in your body. There will be a physical sensation that is helping or happening in your body when you are experiencing a craving. And you want to notice what is going on in your body. What are those physical sensations going on in your body when you have a craving? For me, I know that it's really tense and tight and constricting, right? And so I just need to release and allow that sensation to be there. So here's the caveat. Your body and your brain are going to try like heck to get you to eat the food. Your body wants the reward from the food. It wants the instant gratification from the food. It wants to get as 
far away from discomfort as it can. So it will try with all its might to convince you to eat the food. Just this once, it'll say. Just have one bite. You deserve this. You worked out today. You can have it. You need this. The food will make you feel better. Right? Recognize this. Know that this is just your brain trying to convince you to eat the food so it can get relief and instant gratification. It's looking for comfort. Right? That's all it wants. It just wants some pleasure. It just wants comfort. It wants to feel good. Allowing your cravings is not going to be fun and enjoyable. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm sorry to tell you this. It's just part of the process. So expect this, right? I think that we want an easy way out of our cravings. We want them to just disappear, but that's not the way it works. I'm just being real with you. If I had a magic pill, a magic button, I would tell you all about it. But that's not the way it is. This will be an uncomfortable process, right? But to give you a light at the end of the tunnel, the more you allow your cravings to be present without eating the food, avoiding them, um, or resisting them, the weaker the craving gets. And this is the awesome part. The long-term reward for allowing your cravings is that your cravings reduce and maybe they even go away altogether, which would be amazing. What if you could look at ice cream and be like, eh, I don't feel like ice cream today, (laughs) right? What if you could go to the movie and smell popcorn and be like, "Mm, not today. I don't feel like popcorn today. Wouldn't that be amazing? Every time you allow your craving and you don't eat the food or resist or avoid the craving, you weaken the craving. It becomes less intense and it might go away altogether. Totally worth the discomfort. Okay, my friends, number five, have patience and compassion with yourself. When you are working on reducing your cravings and feeling in control around food, it is a must, like capital M-U-S-T, that you have patience and compassion for yourself. Understand that this is a new skill you're learning. This is something new. You aren't going to learn it in one day or even a week. This is going to take time and practice for you to work on and really understand what allowing your cravings feels like and looks like. It will take time and dedication and you will fail. I'll be 100% honest. You will fail. You'll give into your cravings. You'll eat it. But that's okay. It's all a part of the process. When we are learning a new skill, we mess up at first. We are learning and experiencing and this causes us to not be perfect. Just know that this is all a part of the process, a part of the learning process. So bring patience and compassion along with you during this process. Judgment will only bring you down. It's not allowed. It's no. The bouncer. Get the bouncer. Do not let judgment in. (laughs) So these are the five steps I wanted to go through with you to help you learn how to allow and reduce your cravings so you can feel in control around food, right? That's all we want. 
We just want to feel in control around it. We want to be able to say no to ice cream or popcorn or cookies or cheese and crackers and be okay with it and not feel deprived. Okay. So now for my all or nothing listeners out there, I know who you are. (laughs) Take it one step at a time. There is no need to try and do all the things all at once. This will not serve you. You will get overwhelmed and wonder why it's not working. You will get frustrated. You will give up. And you'll be like, Kisa, this doesn't work. What are you talking about? Right? I know you guys. I know you because I was you. So take this one step at a time. Number one, make sure you're eating enough. Well, you got to do it first. Next step, observe your cravings like a detective. That's all you got to do. Once you do that, understand the anatomy of a craving. Notice what are my cues? What are my thoughts that are creating this craving? Right? What do I do? What do I tend to eat? And what is my uh, reward? Right? What does that feel like? What am I trying to get away from? What am I trying to create? Okay. Number four, allow your craving. Work on it over and over and over again. And number five, have patience and compassion for yourself. That one you can do at any point, right? I should have put that as one. Okay, my friends, I hope this episode has helped you create a better understanding of your cravings and provide steps you can take to help you reduce and even eliminate them. Um, My hope is that you are working on your, your relationship with food and this will help you create a healthy relationship with food. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this episode, I invite you to leave an honest review on the podcast app that you are listening to. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I'd greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we are diving into stress. I know your favorite topic, so stay tuned to see how you can shift your perspective on stress to help you reduce the negative effects stress has on you right now. Want to help? Okay, until next episode, have a wonderful week, my friends. Bye.